Welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to take a quick look at AMD and Silence with recent news on their acquisitions. But before we go there, I just want to take a quick look and talk about the overall market, especially to those new investors. I do want to say the market is pretty evil, especially when you take a quick look at it in the short term of things. In the short term of things, the market really makes you feel like an idiot. But I do want to say in the long term of things, the longer you wait this out, uh, the more you start focusing on companies that are more than just pre-revenue, that have a nice cash flow from operations there are still in markets you enjoy and have heavy growth i'm pretty much a heavy growth investor and i am not worried at all but at the same time i do own some of the boring stocks and i do want to say at moments like this this is when you see the biggest trolls come out and they really kind of try to i, I don't know why but they really try to mess up with your emotions i feel like last year uh i was getting for example a lot of trolls of hey jose why are you investing in boring companies like microsoft like google like all these other ones that are, are pretty boring and pretty big and i was getting praised for investing in growth stocks now the opposite is happening right now those trolls have shifted and be like hey jose why are you investing in all these growth stocks and not some of these boring companies like I said, the overall market right now always brings trolls, uh, and I do believe they kind of try to feed some negative impact into your life. I want to say just stay the course. Find that magic number. I think that's the most important. Find that magic number. Always find, hey, this is as much as I'm willing to invest in the company. This is how many positions I'm willing to invest in. This is how many stocks I'm willing to hold. Uh, find the magic number. And for everybody, there is a different magic number and it's all about you don't ever take anybody else's magic numbers because that won't help you sleep at night and for me right this market definitely sucks right i'm not gonna lie it definitely sucks but i'm not letting emotions take over and the great thing is i am a net buyer of stocks so i put money into my account on a weekly basis so i kind of enjoy the downturn this is when i'm really focusing on buying companies i like and want to increase my overall exposure who cares if for this year my portfolio is down because for me it, it's actually a great thing this is money I did not need any time soon and I don't need for the next five to 10 years. So why I personally would enjoy prices to stay low because I believe I'll be able to get a great prices for the next 10 years, right? If once I really need the money in my portfolio, let's say I retire early at 40 in 10 years, uh, this uh, buying at these levels would be amazing. And like I mentioned, I do believe the market in the short terms makes people look like idiots and the short term hurts. That's what we're experiencing at the moment. But in the long term, it does make I, I want to say you have a higher chance of looking like a genius, right? Let's take a listen to today's sponsor. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. Through The Motley Fool Stock Advisor services, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks every month you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals stock advisors average stock picks have done amazing returns if growing your money is something you like to do more of this year you can visit fool.com slash jose naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stock advisor is right for you thanks again to the motley fool and now on to today's video all right so let's start off with amd amd right now is sitting at 101 dollars down about one percent for the day we can see it's been a very very volatile first hour of the market 
pretty crazy. But what I really want to talk about today is AMD is acquiring Silex, right? So uh, for those not familiar, that's it's expected to end quarter one. It was actually supposed to end last quarter, quarter four of 2020. But AMD unfortunately had some pushbacks from Chinese regulators and they did not approve in time. Yesterday, October, um, January 27th of 2022, if you go to AMD's Investors Relations website, you can see they posted a SEC filing. And in this AK report, they do mention that China did give them, Chinese regulators did give them approval based on some conditions, right? And we're going to take a quick look at the conditions, but I don't think the conditions are bad. So now AMD does believe that they will close out the acquisition this quarter one of 2022 and so now i want to show what amd is kind of grabbing from this uh this acquisition first in the trailing 12 months of recorded right now amd reported 14.85 billion dollars in revenue silence they just reported earnings and they reported about 3.67 billion dollars in revenue so i, I want to say that's roughly uh, that's roughly 25% increase in revenue that AMD is going to grab from Silex. Another thing we can see is cash flow from operations. In the past 12 months, AMD reported about $3.25 billion. Silex reported about $1 billion. So they are increasing their cash flow from operations by about 33%. Those are some strong numbers, right? This is going to allow AMD to continue to focus in research and development and continue to be a leader, I want to say, in the overall processor market right now. All right, so now if we take a quick look at their balance sheet, Silence comes in with about $1.5 billion in debt, and it comes about $3.7 billion in short-term and cash, right? So they're about $1.7 billion net cash positive, so that's really good. So it is increasing uh, AMD's balance sheet. Uh, so overall, AMD is becoming a lot stronger with this acquisition. But not only that, I want to show the main thing I really do enjoy the Silinx AMD acquisition is because it brings AMD into new markets. For example, 46% of Silinx's most recent earnings for the total for this quarter three is in the aero and defense, industrial and telecommunication, uh, media and entertainment industries. I am happy to see AMD kind of enter this aero and defense market and obviously improve their industrial market. Um, another thing, data center groups is one that's growing very strongly for Silinx. This is also going to accelerate AMD's market in the data center group mar- uh, product. And finally, the automotive uh, broadcast and consumer market is about 19% in the most recent quarter for Silinx. This is going to allow AMD to enter the um, the automobile industry, something that they haven't really done too much. So I do believe, one, this is a great news fundamentally of the company increasing fundamentals. But two, it is going to improve AMD's uh, market share uh, in data centers and it's going to open them up to new products as well. I think that's great news. I do want to say this approval from the Chinese regulators did come with a few conditions. And unfortunately, in the SEC filing, AMD did not share those conditions. But online reports have mentioned that things are, for example, AMD can't force customers to buy uh, FPGA and also force them to buy some form of AMD product. They have to kind of be neutral to some extent. The other conditions are very similar to that. It's kind of being able to uh, make sure AMD is not going to take monopoly within this market. Uh, I don't believe the conditions are unfair and I am happy. Um, I, I think they were just pretty standard stuff. As an AMD investor, I am pretty excited to kind of have Silinx, uh join uh, this uh, company. 
So I'm excited to learn more and to see how these companies are going to integrate with each other. I do believe that's going to be the biggest issue, right? Um, both Silinx and AMDs are two giant companies. They both hit two different markets. The real question is how are they going to integrate with each other in the future? And for that integration is definitely going to take time. Um, at these moments, I really do enjoy AMD. And I do believe the uh, the semiconductor industry is now going to go back into my heavy buying list. So I might talk about them a little bit less as I am going to buy over time. So take care. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and have a good day.